Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Gary's back with us. Gary, welcome back to the show. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Very good, man. Uh, it's been a minute, man. I heard everything's going very well for you, all your spiritual retreats. You've got your Vegas show. Things have been going great? Yeah, things couldn't be better. I'm doing Excellent. really good. I'm in Florida today. All right, Gary. Well, listen, listen. Let's. I mean, people are following up the phone lines. They, some people, uh, of course, know what you do. Some may not. Um, how do we explain the channeling to them? That's where I always struggle because everybody knows what a psychic does. And even the healing can be a little tricky to explain. But the, the channeling really, it, it eludes me on how, how you explain it. Uh, well, I'm able to see people uh, in other dimensions on the other side or wherever they are. Uh, there's many different dimension, dimensions, but people that pass on usually are in heaven. Um, most of the time, they're in one or three places. They're either earthbound, which means they may have died of suicide or something like this, and then we can get them to the light. Or I'll see them in transition, which is like a pretty garden in heaven, and they don't usually talk to me then mm-hmm. uh, because they just—I don't—I think they're just trying to get back together. Or they're in heaven and they're doing whatever it is they like to do. So, uh, so, but I'm able to see these people, and usually they'll have messages for people on this side. All right. Well, let's let's see. Yeah, I'll connect you right now. Welcome to the show, Michael. Michael, uh, say hi to Gary Spivey. Hey, Gary. Uh, hi. I have, a, I have a question for you. Okay. Hey, uh, my grandma passed away two Fridays ago, and I wanted to make sure That's she's fine. made it to heaven and if uh, she knew I was in the room saying stuff to her. Um, she said that she was aware, and um, uh, maybe one time she sort of peeked at you or something. I don't know if she opened her eyes slightly or, or, or wiggled or grabbed your hand or she felt you on. I think she felt you holding her hand. Is what she's uh, telling me. Does, does yeah. that make any sense? Yeah, I was trying to hold her hand, and I was wondering if uh, she's with us, like watching over. Because me and her were really close. And she says she's with you all the time. She she hangs out with you. Uh, sometimes you feel her, maybe in the morning time, and you might even smell her. Sometimes you get a whiff of you know whatever her perfume was or something. But uh, but that's sort of a common way. If you notice, you feel her or smell her or be like it's an energy when you're kind of pulling your act together in the morning that she's around you. Um, yes. She tells me. She, she, does that make any sense to you? Yes, it does. And uh, okay, what what, uh, what what does that make sense to you? Tell explain that to me, Michael. Because uh, like every time. I got her two birds because she was really in love with birds, and I got them. And every time I start looking at them, I feel all warm around, and uh, I just like little noises. I know that she's making the signs, you know. Nice. Okay. Well, good. Well, she's, well, she's very much around, especially in the morning. You notice this, uh, and I think that's the time that you're the most psychic. And so when when I see her now, she's just saying uh, you're. Uh, she calls you her little boy. She says she. Oh yeah. You know, she says, that's my little boy, and so that's how she calls you. And so I don't know if that was what she called you all the time, but uh, she's telling me that, uh, and she says she's right in with you. The little warm sensations you feel is because her energy is so close to you, and she just grabbed one of your hands. Feel your hand get hot right then? And yes, then, I did. And the, you, then there's a little bit of warmth on one side of your face right below an ear. Uh, feel that little warm feeling there? 
Yeah, dude. So, yeah, that's because she kissed you on the cheek. Oh. Uh, right? Yeah, you hey, feel uh, that. One more question for you. Yes. Hey, um, I was. My mom was really mad at her for two days right before she passed away because she didn't tell her so she wasn't doing antibiotics. Does my mo- uh, grandma know that my mom was not mad at her at all? Uh, she's laughing. She said, your mom was always mad at me. <laughs> yeah. So, so she said, but I was always kind of mad at her. And she, she's laughing in heaven. She says, you can't stay mad over here. And tell her that I'm not angry and tell her I love her. Tell her I even love her. She puts it like that. Tell her I even love her. Yes. <laughs> so she loves you. She's good. She's around you all tell the her I love her, too? She shows me new shoes. So she's all excited. What's the new shoe date? Do you know? Uh, well, uh, I'm supposed to get some new shoes. Hopefully soon, but um, she was she never got any real new shoes for a long time. No, no, it's about yours. She's telling me she's got plenty of shoes in heaven, but she's telling me it's about yours. She, you're, you're supposed to get some new shoes, right? Yeah, because they're all tore up, actually. Okay, well, she she's saying that that's how close in she is with you. She knows every move. She loves you. Okay. Oh God, I love her too. Thank you. All right. All right, stay right there. Wow, wow, man. That was, that was, see, this is the thing I can't, as a, by nature, Gary, you know me, I'm, 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 I'm skeptical. I'm, I'm cynical. But yet there's no possible way. Those are, that's too random. Shoes is too random. Uh, my little boy, you know, uh, you know just, uh, just the, the birds, the thing, the, the, everything that goes along with that. That's, that's crazy to me. It's crazy. But I guess, I guess it makes sense, you know. I mean, uh, Double J was telling, talking about uh, when her stepfather passed away. and he had, he had passed away in the car that she drives. He had a heart attack on the way to the hospital. Yeah, and last time we were talking to you, you said that, you know, he said he was in the car with me. That was dead right. on. And then you said that he said heaven was the lake for him. And he was always at the lake, always going camping. You know, they had like a pond in their backyard, always in his RV, going to the lake. Everything was just right on. But he's showing me the same thing now. Uh, and he just tells me to tell you... Uh, He's being cool. He goes, "What's up?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's him. Yeah, yeah that's so, so strange to me. He's a very cool dad because I'm quoting him. "What's up?" And he has his feet uh, dangling in the water. Uh, he says his feet feel good. They so he's whatever his legs and feet. He's happy over there. Monty, welcome to the show. Say hi to Gary Spivey. Hi, Gary. Hi. What's your question? My mom passed away earlier this year, kind of sudden, and um, so I'm just wondering if she made it to the other side. She said, yes. She said, in spite of herself, she did. Uh, what does that mean? Why did she answer it like that? Uh, she drank herself to death. Gave herself okay. a heart attack. Okay. She said that, that um, well, that makes sense then, because she says, in spite of herself, she did. Uh, she said, um, uh, when I got up here, she said, I realized I was always my own worst enemy. And she said, I always told everybody else they were my enemy, but she said it was me the whole time. And so she's aware that she's her own worst enemy. Uh, she says, uh, you're her boy. Uh, she loves you. She's very close into you. Uh, you know, she, uh, she, can, she touches your hand. She holds you. Uh, many times you'll think of her, at, at, you know, maybe she tucks you in, she says. Uh, she says that uh, uh, she's sorry that she missed her. Sometimes she says she's sorry she misses her little boy, and she misses the time that she could have not messed up. So she, she, she sees all of her woes, uh, but she said now she's very proud of you, especially in the last little while. There was a move you made, and she followed you through that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And so she, she held your hand through that whole thing. She says she's really close in with you from heaven, and she says she's now very, very proud of you, and she says she's happy with the move, so whatever that means to you. And Thank so, you, Gary. Thank you, Johnny. You bet, man. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah. 
right. Oh, yeah. Good. good. I'm, I'm going to have to make a lot of hard decisions hand on their estate. And I just put them for. I, I think of how they would want me to do it, and that's how I do it. Good for you. All right, do the best. Do your best. Thanks, brother. You Bye. Best. Stay right there. All right, listen. If, Gary, how can people get a hold of you uh, if they can't get in today? How can people reach out to you? It's really easy. Call me at 1-800-827-GARY. Uh, that's 1-800-827-4279. Or log on to Gary or log on to GarySpivey.com. Yeah, and it's it really is amazing. It, it, it truly is. Uh, again, you know, Half the world's going to be skeptical about this this gift you have, Gary. Uh, and the other half, I mean, you know, it's amazing to see the transformation. People will, st- in a very short phone call, they'll call in in, in one headspace. And by the end, I, I just, I never hear them anything except grateful. And, and they're really, they're relieved. And, they, and they've really got a sense of of, uh, of, of, of of closure after they speak with you. That's it's. Well- it's amazing. They, they, they like to know that, that their loved one, the person they love so much, and that love them is really somewhere, looking at them, hanging out with them, being aware of their life, like the guy with the, the new shoes, and, mm-hmm. you know, they were aware, his granny was aware of that. And so, but, but I mean, that's, that's what people love to know, that their loved one is really, really still around. And so, and, and they are every day. They're with us every day. Listen, GarySpivey.com, G-A-R-Y-S-P-I-V-E-Y.com, 1-800-827-4279, 1-800-827-GARY. Man, anytime, Gary, continued success. It's always nice to speak with you, my friend. Thanks. All right, take care, man. Stay right there. Uh, the great Gary Spivey, you need some information. I know every phone line is blown up. What? I mean, I, I mean I, I'm not asking you to believe if you're listening. If you don't believe... But tell me it's not entertaining. Tell me, I'm well, like, because I'm entertained by here, it. Here's the part of it to me that, like, because I used to be, and I still am, you know, yeah. skeptical like everybody or whatever. But to, the where I've come to on Spivey, like, at the end of the day is people who call and, like, the phones never ring more than when it's for Gary. And when people are done with Gary, they always feel happy or closure or done. In some sense, they seem... Yeah. Good with it, and that's you know, where that's the cool the same, part. To me. Same way, a buddy of mine who uh, is pretty much an atheist, uh, his kid goes to Sunday school, and I was like, "Well, if you don't believe, why do you send your kid?" And he goes, "Because I think that the message is good." I goes, "I don't care if it's real or not." At the end, he goes, "As long as they're getting something good and teaching them to be good people, and like you know, don't steal, don't lie, you know, take care of your mom and dad, be a good person, all these good things that are there." then I have no problem with that message. Yeah. you know. And I was like, well, and that's kind of the same way I feel about Gary. I don't know if it's real or not, but those people seem to feel better afterwards. Yeah. And there's just the shoe thing. Come on, you can't pull. I don't, everybody's like, well, it's an old mentalism trick. Really? Feel free to call and, and tell me all about my life. Yeah, walk me through my days. And, you know, and I'm not saying it's real. I'm just saying I have yet to figure it out. I have yet to uh, to figure out how it all works. Yeah. It's uh, and you definitely buy it. Oh, I'm in a hundred percent, and not with all of them because I think that there are some psychics and whatever that are like, oh yeah, sure. your mom said you. But, but him, why, Gary? I, why for you? Because when he did the reading on my stepdad, literally everything he said was dead on. Which wouldn't lake, have been with which, the car, which some with, would go. Oh, everybody likes like my dad never went to the lake. If he said yeah. that about my if my dad passed away, yeah, I'd be my like, dad didn't either. He doesn't give a goddamn about the lake. And why would he say he was with me in the car? That's pretty specific, right? What about what's up? What's that, a, he's just like my stepdad was a super cool, just laid back kind of guy. But like, did he say stuff like that yeah. to you? Yeah, if you'd walk, if you went in and saw me, he'd be like, "Yeah, what's up?" You know, whatever. And I can totally see him sitting at the lake, like sitting next to it. Hey. Yeah, do you want yeah. this to be true, or do you really feel like no, that that's too connected? I think that's too connected, but I am very comforted by the idea that he's good, he's fine, everything's good on the other side. Uh, four seven seven three. A good point. Uh, Gary, how can people get a hold of you? Well, one way is to die. 
That is a, that, I guess you do avoid the charge on that one. <laughs> Trying to get your question to Gary? Call 239-765-1039 or email askgary at bigmamaradio.com. More of Tapping In with Gary Spivey next. Welcome to another edition of Tapping In on this Psychic Tuesday with Psychic Medium, Psychic Gary Spivey. Let's go ahead and get him on the phone with us today. Gary, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. What are you doing today? Uh, Let's see. Well, I'm hanging out in Florida like you. That's what it's all about, my friend. Uh, Enjoying the sunshine. Carrie from the Cape Carrier on the air. Go ahead. What is your question for Psychic Gary Spivey? Hello. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hi. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hi. Really good. What's your question? Um, I spoke to you a couple months ago about like where I stand with my fiancé. Well, we just recently broke up. You you said that we were going to get married and have two children, and now that we're not together, I'm just confused. Um, like, what's, what's, are we going to get back together, or is it really uh, over? Uh, well, here, here's what I'm looking at. When I tap into the energy of... of of what's going on, uh, I feel a vibration of drama. And so, yeah. was there was there a bunch of drama, just crazy drama? His parents are involved, and I have two other kids, and I'm older, and he's younger. I mean, they they just don't feel that we belong together, and we have a great relationship. It's just, his parents are in the middle of it. Okay. Well, that's I just see drama, and and the worst kind of drama is when it's other people's drama, and it gets projected onto you guys. Uh, because when I look at, I, I was trying to figure out what was wrong with you guys, and I still see nothing wrong. And even uh, though you're you're uh, older than him, I think he doesn't see it. You know, he don't see you as a as old, and uh, you don't see him as young. <laughs> I'm, I'm just see you guys are, are together. So it it looks really good to me. Uh, I think that the drama will pass with the parents. Uh, I think he's going to get really kind of over. Uh, a, a lot of the things they do, uh, they were going to help him out somehow financially with something, and so uh, they were they were sort of almost like in a bribing situation. And so uh, w- with him, uh, that's going to pass, and and it looks like that everything sorts itself out. And I see you guys holding hands again. So uh, I wouldn't put a lot of pressure on him uh, because they're already putting a ton of pressure, and so they're going to just pressure him uh, really right back to you. Is what I see. So it, it looks like it yeah. works out, honey. Just just hang in there. I'm sorry you're going through it. Yeah, my just, my kids are really hurt. They're just confused. They're just you know they he's been in our lives for like three years. My kids are just wondering if he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back, but it looks like to me right now uh, that less is more. Uh, I think he knows you love him. Uh, don't put pressure. Don't throw fits. Don't do all that sort of thing. His parents are doing plenty of that for him, and I see him <laughs> yeah. kind of. Yeah, they're just going to push him back to you. So just hang in there, okay, honey? I got rid of a bunch of dark energies that were making you feel lousy. You might notice your hands are warm, your face is warm. Yeah. You feel a little different. Your chest, feel that feeling? There we go. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Thank honey. you so much, Gary. You're welcome. Thank you very much for your phone call. All right. Let's go now to uh, an anonymous call from Fort Myers. Go ahead. You're on the air, anonymous. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question for you, Gary. My daughter is uh, in the process of starting her own business, and I keep telling her that she has the financial backing. 
she has the clients um, that she's going to be successful, but she still is very, very worried and upset that she will not be success- successful in her business. Do you see her being successful? I do, uh, in spite of herself. I see her being very successful. Uh, when you said she's starting her own business, I saw two thumbs up. It feels fantastic, feels great. And so I, I see her just doing wonderful. Uh, here's, you know, today should be, you know, drama day, it seems like. Uh, your, your daughter is basically a big drama queen. And so uh, she's being dramatic, and she's but she doesn't do she's not doing this to everybody she only performs to you so she's doing this giant performance of drama to you every time you're the audience does that make sense to you oh very much so <laughs> yeah so just make a joke about it and when she starts you know you know chanting and sashaying and doing little periods or whatever around and around I'll just sit, sit back and start applauding you know, clap, oh. you know, like, yay, that was a great performance, <laughs> yay, you know, just be silly. And so, because that's how silly what she's doing, you got to make her realize that that's her drama. You have drama and you have truth. Drama is the vibration of a total lie. Drama is the vibration of acting. And so it's not truth. And so nothing good comes through that. So you have to realize, drop the drama. And especially today, there's a big energy that is like, drop the drama or, or your world blows up in your face. And so the, that's what's going on. Quit being the uh, peanut gallery, so to speak. Okay? Wonderful. Brittany, she's calling in from the Cape. Go ahead, Brittany. What's your question for Gary Spivey? Good morning, Big Mom and the Wild Bunch. What? I was calling because two years ago, next month, my mother will have passed away. Um, two years ago, and I was calling to see if she was okay, and um, I haven't obviously had her guidance in my life for the past two years on my relationship or where I'm going with my life, and I wanted to make sure that she approved of everything and how she was doing. Yeah, well, I, I see her um, a beautiful woman, and so she, she's very, very pretty. And so was she just beautiful, when she, especially when she was young? She was, like, gorgeous? Yes. And she just and so she just shows me that face, and so she's saying, you know, she's she's back to there, and and so uh, she shows me first she started a little bit older, and then she went very very young, and so, uh, uh, but she she says she's young, she's happy, she loves you, uh, she holds your hand, and she says that you're, and and she kind of says it like this, she says you're finally getting on track. And so uh, she sees you as now finally getting on track. And so uh, it looks, um, um, I, I see, uh, she shows me a vision of like uh, you landing the plane, so to speak. <laughs> and so uh, whatever that means. And, and so, but she, she's, uh, she's happy. She's around you a lot. I think you talk to her. And so, or, you know, in your head, you know, you, you may even talk to her out loud. I'm not sure, but she's telling me you talk to her. And she says that she can hear you when you talk to her. So uh, keep talking to her. And so she's very much with okay. you. She holds your hand a lot. She actually grabbed it right then. You might notice one hand felt tingly or warm, like a warm feeling right then. And so, could you feel that? Yes. Okay, good. Well, she's right there. She's very close in with you. Uh, and she says everything's good, especially her head feels better. Okay? All right, thank you. Andrea from the Cape. Andrea, go ahead. You got about a minute to ask your question. Go ahead. Hi, Gary. Um, about two weeks ago, my mother um, tragically died. She was hit by a car um, like 4th of July night. And I just wanted to know um, like, if she has anything to say or if she's okay. 
Well, your mom is is great. I see her in heaven. She's she is in heaven. Uh, she's not earthbound. She's not in transition. She's in heaven, and she just says, "Oh my, oh my God, this is my chance. This is my chance." And so she's so excited to tell you how much she loves you, how much she enjoyed being with you, how much fun she always had with you. I mean, she's just like you know everything's coming you know she's out of her at once she's telling me all these things to tell you uh she could hear you uh, uh she said don't feel sad it didn't hurt much you know she's she's just going on and on you know talking about things and she says did you she had things hidden she had i don't know if it was jewelry or little stuff or or, or money tucked away did you find all that stuff um she actually was kind of homeless at the time that it happened um, so that would make sense, like, that she would hide stuff in, like, bushes to, you know, so she didn't have to carry it all around at once. Maybe that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> but um, I'm actually contacting, I'm talking to a lawyer today about the whole thing. I was just wondering, like, if she had anything to say about the accident because there's a lot of stuff that's not adding up, and they're trying to say that she was at fault even though she was walking. So. I think that, you know, you know, sadly, I think that's true. <clears throat> and so, uh, but but what I'm seeing with her, she's not uh, she she's not her crazy self, so to speak. She's and I'm quoting her when she says it. Uh, in heaven, she's uh, not her that's crazy. So, oh she, my gosh, that makes so much sense. Because <laughs> she would even I think she called herself crazy. And so yeah. she says, "I'm not my uh, right." She was. She, yeah, said, she was not. having uh, some mental issues like recently, so that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. So she says, I'm not my crazy self. She says, I'm my good self. And the one a long time ago, I guess, when you were young. And yeah. So she, yep. she, and, and she says that she had a lot of stuff hidden. And uh, and uh, she just wanted you to to know she's good. She says, tell her tell her I'm good. Tell her I'm good. Uh, where where would be her mother's stuff? Where would be her mother's stuff? I know that sounds a little crazy. Um, her mother passed away uh, back in like the later nineties. So okay. Well, anyway, she's, sure. she's talking about. I know, like they things. all kind of cleaned out their ho- her house. Okay, there's a suitcase at a family member's that has to do with her mother's stuff, and it's hers, and she says that'll come to you. Somebody's going to give you something, and so that comes from her. That'll happen later. Okay. Okay. Good luck. All right, thank you so All much. Right, thank you very much for your phone call. Gary, thank you very much for joining the show today. You can always get a hold of him when he's not here at 1-800-827-GARY or on his website at GarySpivey.com. Gary, you have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday, all right? Great. I'll see you then. All right, bye-bye now. Bye now. <laughs> Gary Spivey, world's most gifted psychic, is on right now on KWB. Hi, Gary. Hi. Where are you this morning? Uh, I'm in uh, Florida, Gulf of Mexico, um, hanging out. Listen, Gary, are you on your yacht? Uh, a boat, Dave. You're on a boat. Gary's got a big, huge yacht. Um, it rivals P. Diddy's yacht. Uh, it's giant. It's huge. And Gary sails around the world. And then we never know where Gary's going to call from. He's like, sometimes he's in Europe. Sometimes he's in, uh, where do you live in California? Oh, hi, California. Right. Gary's got homes all over the place. Um, why? Because Gary is the world's most gifted psychic. Gary, are you ready to help people out? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Let me ask you this one because this came up in the uh, Dave's Dirt a minute ago. Bill Clinton supposedly has a mistress, a little side action that goes up to their house in the Hamptons whenever Hillary's gone somewhere. And uh, the Secret Service guys have nicknamed her the Energizer because I guess she keeps going and going and going. So <laughs> is it a rumor or is Bill Clinton really still doing his thing behind Hillary's back? I hear no rumor, Dave. That it's true. 
Yeah. Not surprising. No. I mean, the guy's a player, you know? What up, swag? If you look at Hillary and you go, Hillary or side action, Hillary or side action, I think you're probably going to take side action. But Hillary's looking a lot better. She's at the Starkey thing over the weekend, and she looks beautiful. No, she looks attractive for Uh a girl with an Adam's apple. I mean, she's not bad. What? That's enough of that. Okay, next one. Evil renter. Gary, I live in a house where the upstairs is an apartment. I had new renters move in about a month ago, and I hear creepy noises. Early in the morning, usually around 5 a.m., I hear a grinding or scraping noise that goes on for at least an hour or longer. An hour? It happens most mornings, and I don't know what they could be doing up there that's making that noise. It's really been bothering me ever since she moved in. I have dreams about a lot of demons and other evil things. Gary, do I have evil renters? What are they doing up there? there? There's actually a demon that can make you hear things, Dave, or or see things, like almost hallucinate, or or it's, it's sort of a, a weird energy, and you'll hear strange noises like chains rattling or, or grinding kind of things. And I've seen this before. Uh, I think that these renters have a certain energy about them, and this and the the person that's renting the place is almost become a paranoid schizophrenic about the whole thing and so they, they're really freaking out and so it, it's sort of a really low energy and I think that they're probably hearing things spiritually I don't know that those things are really there um, in the real world no so. I think they are I think you're dead wrong Gary I think you ever see that movie Pacific Heights with Michael Keaton what yeah he's like he's like moves into this, this couple's apartment and he like tries to drive them crazy mm-hmm. and they try to kick him out and then he like tries to kill him. Oh, it's really good. I'll Gary, bet, is the is the is, like that, Dave. is the, like the roommate's that. not going to kill him? No, no. Okay, what do you Dave got over there, pal? Has been continuously bringing up Michael Keaton movies lately. It's getting out of control. <laughs> That's a little Obsessed. scary. <laughs> yes. Come on, but he's so good. Have you seen Batman? Okay, okay, Fallon, what do you got? Recently, I started waking up in the middle of the night having the big O, and this happens at least once a month. It started happening in my teen huh. years, and now in my late twenties, it's happening more often. The big issue is that I'm not able to achieve the O while being intimate with my husband. What is wrong with me? Do I have a sexual demon you can remove? Oh, oh sister, how do I get it? Yeah, this is a sexual demon, absolutely. And um, sometimes when when uh, people will wake up, and it could be with a guy or a girl, could be either either one, and they'll wake up, they'll feel something pressing on them a little bit, and then um, they'll achieve a, a big O, and uh, that's that's why. But this is a sexual demon, and uh, I see this is the one that you know people call it an incubus or succubus. They suck to you, and I just uh, I got rid of about six of those things around uh, her. And oh, so wow. now she'll she'll actually now be able to be intimate uh, with her spouse and and uh, uh, get where she's going. So there we are. Okay. Um, here's another one. Earlier this year in March, my father committed suicide. Since then, some strange things have been happening. After his passing, he was still active on Facebook. For example, liking statuses and adding friends. We have been unable to locate his cell phone, and the police still have his laptop for investigation purposes. Can you please tell me who has been accessing his account? Also. Some things have been moving around the house and getting misplaced when we're gone. Could this be my dad trying to let us know he is still with us? Mm, not really. He's he's in the 
he, he is earthbound, and, and so I can see him sitting in the corner of the room and, and um, you know, just yelling, uh, I messed up, you know, with, with you know, stronger language. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I can get him to the light, and then things will calm down. Uh, nothing more disruptive than an earthbound spirit. And if you kill yourself, you don't really go on up to heaven. You get hung in the moment of death. And so I just see him sitting there in the corner of the room on the floor. And so there we go. And I just, I just got him up. See how you got little dizzy guys and got lightheaded? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel that? Yeah, there we are. Yeah, he'll everything will calm down. And as far as the Facebook stuff, I think that's somebody that he was hanging out with that feels like they may have been on drugs, and um, they're just playing games uh, for a while with the with the cell phone and Facebook and you know, all that. Okay. Gary, my husband and I went camping with my side of the family this past weekend, and on Saturday night, there was a lot of drinking going on. When I woke up Sunday morning, I saw my husband and sister sleeping on the same bed, and they were cuddling. Uh-oh. Did they do anything other than that? He says he was too drunk and didn't know he was sleeping next to her. Um, you know, that's, nobody's going to believe me if I say that's true, but that was true. Okay. Yeah, he, so he really was drunk enough. He didn't know who he was sleeping next to. Yeah, he could have been sleeping next to, uh, you know, a, me. a man, and he wouldn't have known. Okay. He, he has no, had no idea. Um, and another one. I'm wondering if he can help my husband. He went to school for seven years to train for his career and recently landed his dream job. I know this might sound strange to say but as for a grown man, but I'm genuinely worried he's being bullied at work. His supervisor is not kind. He's been demeaned by his coworkers. At least a few times each week, he comes home with a story about how someone in his office humiliated him, and it makes him think he's not good enough to work in his field. Since he's the new guy, he's often blamed for things he didn't do, but he doesn't want to make waves for others, so he just accepts it. He's only been there since June 2nd, but he's completely miserable. I can see the passion he once had for his career Aww, draining from him. That's mm. sad. That's hard to hear. My question is... Will this get better? Should he stick it out, or should he be looking for another job? Does it, do his coworkers really like him, or is he just being too sensitive? He tries to stay positive, but this whole energy has changed, and I've never been this worried about. And my heart is truly broken for him. Can you please help? Well, here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing two people that are very mean, and uh, there's sort of three of them, but but there's really just two that are very mean, and they they like beating up the. You know the the underling, mm-hmm. and so this is happens a lot in, in corporate America, and so. But I just see see him getting beat up by these guys later. Uh, it feels like he's going to hang in there, and he's very good at what he does. And later he'll end up being the star of the show, and they're going to feel like idiots instead of him. So things will turn around. Uh, but he's just never had anybody be this mean to him. He's not making this up. This is really happening. Isn't it crazy in corporate America and in real professional grown up businesses mm-hmm. there are people like this? Yep. I yeah. knew somebody. Who who worked in an ad agency downtown and there was the owner who was just a big bully and you either sucked up to her and were in her little inner circle yep. or you weren't and if you weren't in her inner circle she made your life misery it was like a cult almost yep. my friend yep. in indiana had a similar situation and it was she she was really great at being polite and really great at being like a favorite person she was like on the inside like it just destroyed her to have to be so nice to such an awful person every day yeah that's terrible more questions for gary you can call us at 651-989-kdwb we've got courtney on the phone thanks for waiting courtney here is your question for uh here's your chance to ask gary spivey your question go ahead um hi gary um i am currently going through a um domestic violence issue um my hopefully soon to be a cousin had been beating beating me and um abusing my child for the longest time and now um he's he's trying to get custody um but because nothing was recorded 
on him abusing my son, there is a chance that he could get um, partial custody. And I'm just, I'm just, I, <laughs> my life's kind of upside down, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I need some answers. <laughs> so you're worried that your husband might get partial custody of your son. Therefore, you're worried about your son's safety because he's been violent with your son before. That, and he's just neglectful. He's asked me before if he can leave my son in the car when he goes grocery shopping because he's just too, he's just too much of a handful, and he's just, he's just a bad person. What do you think, Gary? Well, you know, it, it's real scary, but I think he probably will get partial custody, and so uh, it feels like that. Um, but then it seems like that he immediately messes up, not too bad, but bad enough. And so then uh, I see you having to go back around through the court thing one more time. But I see sort of an emergency thing to where, you, you know, you can document him messing up because he consistently messes up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just going to mess up again. And when he does, it looks like that then you'll document things, which is very important. And um, and um, I see you, you know, he, he'll only have supervised custody. And so it looks like it works out like that. I'm not telling, telling you what you want to hear, but I'm telling you how to get to where you want to go, you see. And uh, okay. there's two other people that actually are witnesses that saw him do some pretty abusive, abusive things uh, to to your child. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll get to use those people for witnesses, and then you got it. But you, you're not really thinking a little out. You know, you've got to be a little more. You're thinking, but you're scared, and so you've got to be a little more aggressive on fighting back, and then I see you winning. I'm going to tell. I'm going to get you on the phone with my ex, Julie, who will teach you how to be a complete bitch in court. <laughs> and No, seriously, she was really good at it. She would twist the, it. Right, I mean, though. no, no, no. She would twist the truth and she would, she got exactly, not exactly what she wanted because I actually had the truth on my side, which is always good to have the truth on your side. But there's some people who are really aggressive with that kind of divorce and child custody stuff. And then there are people who kind of sit back and let things happen. That's your kid. I think you got to be more aggressive. Um, somebody just texted. We're talking about Gary Spivey being right and, uh, and you know whether he really does have psychic abilities. And people mm-hmm. ask me this all the time. Is Gary Spivey for real? And I say two things. I say I wouldn't have him on the radio if I didn't think the, that he was the real thing. Yes. Then I tell them the story about you know my dad. And when my dad passed away, there was a story about how Gary knew something that there's no possible way that he could have known. And then somebody texted a little while ago, and, and they said they met Gary one time. And they said, I'm done having babies. I'm not going to have any more babies. And Gary, you told them, nope, you're going to have two more. Well, she had one, and she's pregnant with another one right now. No. So, but here's my favorite story. So, Fallon actually tells it better than I do. Tell the story about intern Katie. Okay. So, we were in Katie's studio. She's next door. Katie sits behind glass in the other room. This was, what, like a year ago, Katie? Okay. And I'm sitting there, and we're talking, and she's like, yeah, I made out with a guy this weekend, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, you did? And I'm getting details. I swear, Gary had just arrived. He was not in the room. He walks through the doorway and he goes, you're lying. You blanked him. And not like, not like. She monikered him. She monikered. There we go. Yeah. You mon- and she turned blood red. Yep. And she, I go, Katie. And she starts, she starts laughing. I was like, oh my God. Gary, how did you know? Did you get an image in your head? <laughs> wow. I did. You got an yeah, image in your head of Katie yeah. bobbling all over the place. Yeah. Like porn, Dave. Okay. <laughs> then I have a question, Gary. When I'm in, then what am I doing sexually wrong? <laughs> Everything. If you can see what I'm doing. What am I doing wrong? Is it the the pace? Is it what would you say it is? 
I think you're preoccupied. Sometimes if your mind is going somewhere else, and, and that's you, you're you're ahead of yourself or behind yourself. You're not exactly in the moment. Because uh, I'm usually doing multiplication tables just to keep myself going. <laughs> I understand what you mean. Yeah, but yeah. don't do them out loud. Is that bad? Yeah, try seven yeah. times seven is forty nine. No, don't, 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 don't <laughs> wow. do that. I don't know how yeah, a woman is turned that. on by okay, that. Okay, let's get back to. Oh, I just hung up. Gary, you're still there. Gary. Yes. Okay, sorry, oh. I thought I hung up on you. Whew. <laughs> no, okay. No! Okay, Carla, are you still there? Thanks for taking my call. Gary, I am so desperate. I cannot stop overeating. I've tried everything over 15 years. It's 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 the one thing I can't get control of, and it's getting so bad. How much weight do you need to lose? Do you like think? Like 130 pounds. Okay, so you're pretty you're pretty overweight then. But you yeah, just you eat, and then you you know you're overeating. You see something in the fridge, and you go, "I can never eat all that." And then you do, or you sit down and eat after you already ate, or what do you do? Well, and it's an emotional thing. Okay. You know? I mean, I've got a son, and I'm really stressed, and it's just me, you know, raising everybody, and I'm just I have no control over this, and I can't stop, and I just I feel out of control, and I. I what have you tried? I'm sorry. What have you tried? Oh, I've tried literally everything, minimum of five times. Weight Watchers, um, Jenny Craig, um, Metafast. Uh, I mean, literally everything there is, I've tried it five plus times, except for surgery. I don't want to do that if I don't have to. Okay. No, and I don't think it would matter. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like it is an emotional kind of a thing. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, you know, like most of us, we just love to overeat, but right. we can, you know, we can kind of control it a little bit. Gary, help her out. What is What's going on here? Well, when I look at someone and they're doing something against themselves that they really don't want to do, and this could be any kind of addiction, food addiction, drug addiction, whatever the addiction is, alcohol. But when I look at her, she has obsessive compulsive demons. And these are little demons that make her do something over and Makes over. Makes sense. You know, and I'm just pulling these off of her right now. And so I'm just getting rid of her obsessive compulsive demons. And uh, she'll feel really light all the way down to her feet. Uh, Gary, yes. somebody wants to know. Um, their fiance got into a fight with her mother last week, like a vicious argument, not a mm. fight, but over texting and misunderstanding. And she, he was being rude. And now mom says, I do not want him in my life or your life anymore. Will her mom get over this? Yes, basically. Uh, the, the mom's just sort of uh, wanting attention. A, a lot of this is just a, an attention thing. And so, and she's having to, to become louder and louder to get attention lately. And so that's just, it's sort of a dramatic thing. So okay. the drama got out of hand. Uh, there's, a, there's something going on energetically on the whole planet where everyone should be very cautious of drama. Right now, uh, the regular drama, Dave, will turn into major fights. And so, so and and really come around to mess you up. So everybody's got to be very careful and drop their drama where I see a lot of problems happening more so than ever, ever, ever before, especially in the last week or so. Some people love their drama. They got to turn everything into a drama Mm -hmm. and overreaction to everything. Let's get back on the phone here. We got um, Rochelle with a very interesting problem. Your fiance vanished. Tell me more about this. Okay, so about two weeks ago, my fiancé just up and left. There's really no reason. I usually work full-time, so I just thought maybe he went to a friend's house, came back. Um, He has been missing. I've heard uh, from his mother that she's contacted him. And I don't know, he's had um, issues in the past with uh, drugs and just bad influential people in his life. And we were supposed to get married and plan on... Why you want to marry a guy that's on drugs? Mm -hmm. Why why you want to do that? To be honest with you, this has been in the past, so I don't know if he's been doing this 
behind my back. And so I you think that he might have disappeared because he's off on some sort of a drug binge or he's doing something that he shouldn't be? Or, I just don't know. And that's, an, and that's what I would like to know is if he's, you know, if he's hanging out with bad, influential people again or if this is going to affect our future marriage and our, our good plans that we had in place. You know? It will affect it, yes. Okay. Gary? Yeah, well, he has a lot of things going on. One thing that I see he has, he has uh, an impulsive personality disorder. And uh, when people have this, usually they they will just simply, you know, you can send them to the store for a loaf of bread, and they'll show up six states away, and you won't hear from them for two years and stuff like that. So he has an impulsive personality disorder, which means you never know what he will do. And he will always blow out at crazy times. And And here's the reason. There's no reason. It's an impulse. And so usually these people had a hard time bonding with one or more parent as a, as a kid, as a little kid. And so if, I don't know if that makes sense with, with his situation, but that's, that's what I see he's got. And so he'll always do this, This is no matter what. Things can be very normal, and he'll just drive away and not come back or, or crazy things like this. When he comes back, she'll welcome him back and act like everything's okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We got any more emails for Gary? Um, I have this one, which is kind of like a, okay. Um, I've been with my now husband for five years, married for almost two. Last year, I met a guy who I had an instant connection with. I've never felt that way I feel about this guy with anyone before. I left my husband last year and started a relationship with this guy. After six months, I got overwhelmed and stressed at my husband constantly telling me I belong with him, and I decided to move back in and leave the other guy. I've never been able to get him off my mind, and we have started talking again. I feel completely drawn to him. There is electricity when we touch. My husband has always been more like a best friend and roommate. I am so conflicted on what I feel and what I'm supposed to do. I don't want my soulmate to slip away if I am really meant to be with him. Gary, what do you see? Well, you know, I'm not really the the judge, the jury, or the hangman, and so I can't really hang the husband or judge that this guy is is your total soulmate. However, you really have zero chemistry with your husband, and and she really has tremendous chemistry with the other guy. She already knows this. And so I think she's a good girl, and so she's trying to do what she's supposed to do, you know, like that thing. Right. And so she cares about what other people think, not what she thinks. I don't think she can make emotional decisions on what other people think about her life. I think she has to do what she thinks. And so what I see her doing, I think she's probably going to head in the direction of the other guy. And, of course, that sounds like that to you guys. And so I think that's what she's already made up her mind to do. And she would like for me to, you know, put a stand. Yeah, just tell her, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because she cares about what other people think. And really, this is her decision. And so this is she has to own it, and she has to make the decision herself. Exactly. And I, I believe she will. And even if you told her, yeah, you should, then she'd still question it and seek approval from a million other people to make herself right. feel better about her decision. Right, right. She knows her decision already. Yeah. Okay. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. Or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number's 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate it.